Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin, episode 21. And yes, The Gremlin is back. So, he's alive. Um, he's back. alive. Yeah, welcome back. Thanks, Bradley. Um, that, was, that was nice. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to kick things off straight away today by jumping into something um, that I missed out on last week. Now, uh, the guys did a great, a great episode without me, and um, it Thanks, was thoroughly man. enjoyable. Uh, so well done, guys. And to be honest, it has possibly my favorite artwork of of the series so far um my 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 terrible grammar uh over text <laughs> created an iconic meme mm. so i'm very yeah. happy about that and um, the shoe yeah, continues I, the shoe will continue <laughs> yeah so um so yeah i'm very pleased with that um but but before we go into tonight's episode what i did want to talk about was uh there was just a couple of things that i was listening to while um going through your episode and there was some stuff i just had to say and Chris, the first thing I want to talk about, I'm going to let you burst my bubble because I have to talk about Karis Walking. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I was not. so disappointed when you, yeah. you weren't on. Yeah, and I, and I heard you <laughs> say how disappointed you were. And I thought, oh, little does he know I'm going to bring it up. Um, so, yeah, I had no idea what Karis Walking was. Um, I actually only looked because of listening to you talk about it. And mm-hmm. I, I watched the trailer and... I, I don't care if this has been reshot three, four, five hundred times. <laughs> um, I want to see this movie so badly. I think, do you know what? I can, I will go a step further. I don't know what it was about the trailer, but I watched it very loud as well. I had it on a speaker. My phone was connected to a speaker when I watched it. Mm. And I'm going to be honest, the trailer actually gave me goosebumps. And I was really? like, I, yeah, I don't know why. I just think it has an epic premise and i really really am excited about it and you're all um, about the the one woman on a planet full of men i just yeah but i just think it's really cool (laughs) when you sum it up like that (laughs) yeah but i just think it's a really cool unique idea and as much as i love tom holland anyway i also really love some of the other actors in it yeah i I mean as much as i don't like her in star wars i think daisy ridley's actually a really really good actress i I can't really comment on that one only because i haven't seen anything she's a lot better in 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 other stuff again i think it's john baega syndrome where the (laughs) scripts they gave her yeah did no um you know nothing to yeah yeah no, but but the um, the other guy in the trailer who was uh, the Bond villain in Casino Royale, um, I can't think of the uh, guy who does the he's Mads done Mikkelsen? most stuff. Hannibal, he, Hannibal, he was um, yeah, Mads, how I know Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. I love that. I love him in everything. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's just everything. good. He's a great actor, um, and I that was exciting. And I don't know. I just think this is a really cool idea. I mean, obviously, I don't know anything either, but I quite like the fact that I don't know anything about what's going on. Um, and I think you, I think you did well to summarise it, Chris. To be honest, oh, I mean, I tried to. You, I, for, you, you, literally, as someone yeah. who knows nothing, nothing. About it. it was a pretty good, pretty accurate summary to the trailer. So yeah, I um, I had to talk about it because you obviously wanted me to be part of that conversation, and I, I personally am really excited for this movie. Mm. It could bomb, and if it ends up in utter garbage, then brilliant, all the better. Oh, that would be that would be the best outcome for me. Yeah, but <laughs> I still want to see it regardless. Um, so that that was one thing. And there was just one other, because again, I couldn't let it go by without me just having my little two cents on it. Um, and that was the Hitman James Bond game. Mm. Um, I love listening to you guys talk about that. And I had, I was sitting there as if I was part of the conversation, nodding <laughs> my head like, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the, the biggest point for me was that, um, two, that one thing that got said was, Bradley saying that he didn't like the 
um, episodic ones as much as he did Absolution. And I couldn't agree more with that. I loved, mm. I loved Hitman Absolution and I loved the episodic ones. But, but if I had to play one of them again, I'd go back to Absolution 100%. Um, yeah, it is the best. I, it I is agree the best. with that. But, but I am excited about the idea uh, because, again, the point I was sitting nodding my head at was Bradley saying that if they can do one thing right, it is style it's finesse and Mm -hmm. i think that in a james bond title has so much potential yeah Uh, and you know they make him look slick they make everything he does look so like coordinated Um, for for a very pale bald man who shouldn't have that much charisma no he does yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, but yeah i'm super excited that's all i really wanted to say i just i really hope this game does well um, mm-hmm. And I think with the developers of of Hitman behind it, it could do. And, and yeah. to be honest, I'm actually really excited for um, Hitman Three as well, just because mm. I do. I as much as I prefer Absolution, I have still played them all, and I, I love them. They're so much fun to explore. Yeah, uh, and I and like I said, I prefer Absolution, but mm. I, I I think it's hard to deny the sandbox is so much. Oh, it's yeah, better. better. In oh the yeah, new ones. In, in terms of design, it's yeah. way better. Yeah. But. But yeah, so we'll we'll all. Uh, I had to just jump in there and uh, throw that in there. So, uh, but I will go on to today's news pieces uh, for this week. Uh, I'll start off with a movie piece of news. This is about a game adaptation into a movie, which don't always work out very well. And I'm not sure <laughs> not how I feel about this one. No, this is about Monster Hunter. The Monster <laughs> Hunter World. Monster Hunter World. Sorry. Um, this is kind of, I mean, we're talking about the whole the thing as a whole. Um, there was a trailer released not long ago about uh, for the film. I don't really know how I feel about it. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but but then more to the point is that there was um, uh, another version of the trailer which yeah. Chinese followed, version, the Chinese version, and I just first thing I want to say is the difference between the two trailers is so strange. Mm. It's like this this Chinese version of the trailer looks so much better than yeah, the version it, we've got it's mad isn't it <laughs> and i don't know why i don't know why it's so different like i don't know what happened between I, those trailers. I, I think they played it safe for western audiences when yeah. really if you're a fan of this game you don't want it played safe you want the chinese version everything. of the trailer right yeah you want everything yeah and i the reason i say i don't know how to feel about it i've never played monster hunter world never played I've no, i have no idea about it really um other than the obvious and i watched the both trailers um obviously the chinese one is a hundred percent better but i think this this if you if you love the game <clears throat> then this film may actually really appeal to you but even if you don't i think if you just want some mindlessly stupid action-packed monster film yeah and this could actually be really good this could like <laughs> yeah i, it, it could I mean do well i mean i don't know if it will appeal to the gamers though because oh no it, it's literally like even in that trailer they're like modern day soldiers going in the portal mm-hmm. to monster the monster world and it's like yeah. that's not monster hunter that's like just yeah. typical hollywood like oh throw some some modern soldiers, in, it. soldiers yeah, yeah. in there and they do it in everything in like almost they every do. adaptation possible. like look at the old doom adaptation with the rock where they oh, just like yeah. oh just yeah, special yeah. forces soldiers and it's yeah. like and I, I you know what as much as that movie has nothing to do with doom i do really it's a guilty pleasure of mine <laughs> it really <laughs> is um and obviously the the obvious casting 
interesting choice. Great. I actually really do like that. Just yeah, because uh, Miller Djokovic. Yeah, and the the Resident Evil franchise is fantastic. And yeah, um, I mean, and, and if you want action sequences, yeah, that are pretty cool. Then that, I that's, mean, that's your go-to. Again, they're really dumb, and they're nothing like the Resident Evil games, which no. is the biggest point of contention with mm-hmm. people. But yeah. I think the first two and the one where they're in the desert, I want to say Resident Evil that's Armageddon. It, that's that's number, Extinction. Uh, Extinction's the one in the desert. Mm, I think those I think three is. are really good. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I like them all. I, even the most recent one, Afterlife and that. Um, uh, wait, Afterlife? Is that the most recent one? I can't remember what the last one is. <laughs> um, well, it, whichever one. The we, last we love one them was, so like, much, we can't remember what happens. No, <laughs> but they, they are like that, though. They are those films, aren't they, where they do kind of feel like you don't necessarily just remember one which film. one's which. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, but I you do, enjoy them. I do think they get worse, though. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> As they go um, on. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, are we saying right now? It's going to end up in utter garbage. That's a big question. <laughs> uh, I mean, here's the thing. I'm really excited for this and I think I'll enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I definitely think it's going to be a bad movie. I have, You're I going have, to enjoy it because it's a bad movie. Yeah, I, I have no faith it in Hollywood, in Hollywood to, to successfully adapt this. In, in no. any, I, I have no faith, but, <laughs> but I think I will just enjoy it just for, for what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Guilty pleasure. Yeah, well, you, you know, but, but come on, by now, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we, we, a, a guilty pleasure of us is watching bad movies. Bad movies, yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe Bradley? not so much Bradley. Um, yeah, like, in terms of watching bad movies, I'm like, I'd rather be playing a game at this point <laughs> yeah, of course you than, watching, than watching a bad movie. But I literally haven't seen anything for this, and I have personally never played Monster Hunter. Well, um, you haven't even seen the trailer? No. Oh, God, you just need to watch it. I sent you the link. Yeah, I know. He even sent you the link. How could you? I know. I'm sorry. It's not even they're not even long. Trailers. <laughs> you know, I just don't really trailer. watch trailers as well. It takes a lot to make. Oh, me watch it, a trailer. it was that minute and a half of your Hades playing. No, no, no. It's not. It's not even about the like. It's literally just. I always am like underwhelmed with trailers, or I feel like some trailers spoil too much. So if I'm excited yeah. for something, I'll purposely avoid the trailer. Um, so I'm just like, I'm always like, eh, trailers. So, <laughs> so it takes a lot for someone to go yeah. watch the trailer and me to go. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, moving away from that, we'll go over to some gaming news. And this one, strangely enough, Chris just mentioned it, uh, except we're talking about the gaming franchise, Doom. We've spoken about Doom on the podcast plenty of times before, and Doom Eternal is coming to the Nintendo Switch next week. Um, this is something I, it's uh, not sort of stereotypically a piece of news I would I would pick. Yeah, but, I was, was surprised yeah, when you picked it up. <laughs> I thought you might be, but the, my, my biggest point about it is that I'm just not sure how I feel about it because <laughs> um, Doom is such... A, like I've never played Nintendo Switch, so it's hard for me to say too much about it, but That's I have fun. seen them and seen people play them. Um, now, it's evident that you're going to have to take a, a visual downgrade uh, for, mm. for this game. Yeah. But, but apparently the combat is not... You know, from a combat standpoint it, it's not going to be any different it's going to be you know just as good and accessible and you know what it should be yeah uh, i just don't know i don't know how i feel about it. i just can't <laughs> imagine because the game is so bold and it's so big and everything's in your face and it's going a million miles an hour i cannot picture it on a switch oh really i, I don't know i just Do you can't know 2016's on switch what's going to Tw- doom 2016's on the switch is it see i yeah. just Obviously, like I say, it's hard because I haven't played a Switch, but I just really struggle to see a game of that sort of <laughs> I think you need to buy a proportion. Switch. 
I mean, it's, it's not that bad. Like, you can you can get The Witcher three on the Switch, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know. I do, I'm not just not. I sure. feel like you you underestimate how. I how probably nice underestimate. I mean, it, it does make the graphics into a potato in comparison. Yeah, yeah I would never buy a graphically <laughs> good game on the Switch. I, I use my Switch for like exclusives. Yeah, you, to be fair, I'm probably being a little bit biased as well because not only have I not played Nintendo Switch, but at the same time, I'm not one of those gamers. Like I, I unless it's just because it's you know uh, unless it's a financial thing i would never see myself buying a small like a small handheld console like you know or, or anything like that and because of that i think i just think big i know it sounds really wrong but i just struggle to see big triple a games and things like that on on a smaller screen and on a switch and on a like a mobile console and things like that and i'm just i don't know just doesn't sell me and i, and I think you're an elitist <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's um, what we've learned here yeah switch but, has a has a really good little niche though a really good yeah, little niche of, um, yeah. you know followers I, yeah it does I, I know that tons of people ha- love the nintendo switch and like i say i'm not saying that they're not great they're not yeah. great but, even deanne's got a switch yeah i know that they're really cool um, i love switch but i just think their pricing is ridiculous on games oh really well, it's just like a, a Switch game will be like fifty pound if it's a like a Nintendo owned game, and and some of these games you're like, no, that does not deserve. So Mario Aces Tennis. Oh God, how much? Which, fifty pound? No. What exactly? And I'm like, that's basically a mobile game, and it's like it's basically uh, robbing, isn't said, it? I said yeah. thirty pound as a joke. Yeah, no, th- it's thirty pound on sale because I'll only ever reduce it by a third. And that will take it down to to thirty three, I think it is. Um, mm. And that's literally like, oh, sale thirty three pound for Mario Tennis. And it's like, <laughs> it's not. That's, that's not value. Like that's <laughs> awful. So that's my one major major issue with right, Switch. It's just yeah. the game's pricing. Like the The Witcher three is priced at thirty five pound. What? So why am I paying? 50 for Mario Tennis, but Mario CD Project is all right with charging 35 for like game of the year, like this massive yeah. open world that, game. That's that just Nintendo being greedy, exactly. Though, isn't it? And I'm just like, because I want the exclusive stuff, and I'm like, I am never paying, paying 50 or 30 pounds for Mario Tennis. No. But anyway, <laughs> no if, you're in, if you're interested in Doom uh, and getting it on the Nintendo Switch, then you can get it on the 8th of December, mm. which is obviously not far away at all. So, very good um, game. Yeah. yeah, let's go check it out. Uh, and moving on to my last bit of news for this week. Uh, this is about PlayStation 5 and some secret announcements. Uh, rumours. I, I, I was going to bracket <laughs> rumours. Um, <laughs> uh, that have been circulating. Um, and I just wanted to talk about them. Now, it stated that there are rumours that 2021 PlayStation 5... Um, there are going to be a couple of big games coming to the PlayStation 5 and games that I personally, and I know that I think the feeling is mutual through the podcast, would be very excited about. Um, and that would include a revived Kojima Silent Hills game, which we've obviously we've spoken we, we about. We literally spoke about a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Exactly. And um, I mean, we've already talked about the hype and the potential around that. And I'm really hoping this is true because everyone's kind of been waiting for that. Um, and the cancellation of Silent Hills was actually five years ago now. So to, to for them wow. to have picked it up on a new next-gen console... <laughs> I feel old. It, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? It doesn't feel like that. And, you know, um, 
it would be amazing to see it happen. Um, but that's not the only big game that is in talks. Uh, there is also talks of a Metal Gear remake um, from Blue Point Games, who mm. make Demon Souls. And yeah, what do we think about that one? I mean, that is that. I mean, if they're remaking it in the van, I'd assume they're remaking it in because um, apparently they've been if the rumors believed they've mm. been working very closely with both playstation and kojima and konami yeah um so i'd assume they want to remake it in the fox engine which is yeah. the engine that metal gear 5 runs in right mm-hmm. yeah which i'd be all for because have you ever seen the first metal gear solid no i don't think so have you bradley i think so but it, what do you mean it's literally like a top-down arcade game Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jack, Jack, literally, like he's like you know the old school games where you'd have yeah, to like yeah. move out of the way, and he'd yeah. run. And literally, it's like I, I can't imagine them re- being a, a remake and doing that. I no, imagine no. them taking that story yeah, and yeah. building it like Me- Metal Gear like Five. Metal Gear Five, yeah, mm-hmm. which would be awesome. And that to um, me is so cool. Yeah, um, I mean, we're hoping that these are true, um, and. Chris, you obviously know more about it than I do a bit, but so the leak has come from the same person who had leaked about God of War and God of War Ragnarok. Is that right? So yeah, so so he he previously said we're going to get a God a God of War sequel announced at PlayStation, and he mm-hmm. said it was going to be called Ragnarok, and he said it's just going to be he he got loads of stuff about it right, so mm-hmm. much where it's like surely this guy wasn't you guessing believe, all of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that kind of puts a lot of confidence in the fact that he would be accurate about this as well. Mm. I mean, if it'd be different. I hope so. Was, well, exactly. We hope so. But also, if he if he was to have just got lucky, you know, he wouldn't been able to do it in the detail he has. Mm. Um, and I'm guessing he's done this before. So um, it, it kind of sparks some sort of truth and. I don't know. I'm just really hopeful for both of those potential yeah. titles. I think and, they've both got amazing, well, yeah. backing. And, and and like you say, from what we've seen of Demon Souls, I know Bradley gets excited every time we bring it out. Oh, no, no, depressed. You got the wrong well, emotion. No, both. <laughs> you, you you feel a mixture of both. Um, oh, I don't know anymore. It's getting on and on, and people play it more and more, and I play it still none less. at all. You <laughs> can't play any less than not playing it. And, I'm just not excited. If it makes anymore. if it makes you feel any better, Bradley, I was watching someone play Demon Souls earlier actually um, on the PlayStation Five. That does not it. make me feel better. <laughs> and the fact that even so you awesome. are watching it, it's like oh, it, it looks awesome. And if it makes you even worse, I know someone who's just got it and uh, that, and they said that they can't wait to tell me how good it is. I, I hope like... they have a good time with it. <laughs> but what I'm getting, at, I know guys, I won't. <laughs> what I'm getting at is they look to be really, really good developers. You yeah. have a real passion for these games that aren't their IPs, but they work on and they yeah. reinvigorate, right? And oh, yeah, definitely. I'm I all really, on Bluepoint's side. Yeah, and I really like the story of Metal Gear Solid 1. I think it's mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some cool twists and turns that are technically retcon. I won't spoil it, but they're technically retcons from the later games. Right. But they're really cool twists and turns that I know maybe Jack wouldn't love it because Jack would probably never finish it. But <laughs> I know Bradley would love the twists and turns. I what always do you finish mean? the games I play. And, and, and if they reincorporated 
the modern narrative and embraced the retcons and went, we're going to like run with this. Um, and then it's completely like, it's like an improved Metal Gear 5. Um, but obviously just the story of Metal Gear Solid 1. Uh, I, I'd be so on board. And, and based on what they've done with Demon Souls, it would, be a, it would be beautiful and it would be fun. And I like the Fox engine. I really, really like the Fox engine. I think it's such a shame that we don't get much in that engine. Mm-hmm. What do we you get? Know? We got Metal Gear Survive. Oh, don't, don't, don't bring <laughs> that. Was that, I think it's good that that flopped hard because <laughs> to, to hit Konami in the yeah, face. Like, then, look what you did. Because then, then Konami are like, oh, maybe we do need Kojima. <laughs> maybe we can't just pump out games. And part of this rumor, because obviously both of these projects require Konami and Kojima, right, mm-hmm. to sort of reconcile. And apparently PlayStation are the ones who have gone out of their way because obviously they want these exclusives have gone out of their way to try and reconcile the two. Oh, and I, and I, I believe that if you're at PlayStation and there's, and the rumor says they've seen the hype for silent Hills and they're mm. like, we can revive that. And then also the metal gear franchise is a gold mine. Why, mm-hmm. especially if you slap Kojima's name on it and he helps you like, you're mm-hmm. going to make money. So like yeah. it's stupid for the, for the, for Konami to, you know, to, to technically leave both these licenses in the grave when they could make a killing. Mm-hmm. And if PlayStation are like, we'll also cover your costs and give you a hundred million to make it exclusive. <laughs> of course, Konami's going to be like, well, you know what? I don't like Kojima, but I like money. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, hopefully we, these do ring true and, uh, you know, we'll watch this space. So mm-hmm. be done for the news, though. Moving on to uh, whoever's next. Yeah, so I'll, I'll dive right into it. I'll start with my movie news this week. So um, we've got some Fantastic Beasts news. Um, and I don't know, do you guys know much about the Fantastic Beasts? Have you I've watched never the movies? Watched any of them. No. I, I don't know. I know what your news piece is about, but I've never watched them, so I don't know anything about the films. So I know, I know like some stuff about it, but I've never watched them. So I've watched the first one, which I thought was quite good, um, but I haven't watched The Crimes of Grindelwald, which I think is the second one. Right. Um, and part of the news today is that obviously Johnny Depp was forced to step down. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he he was asked to step down, but it was pretty much leave. Yeah. <laughs> to put it right. bluntly. Um, and everyone was sort of like, oh, what are you gonna do? Because obviously he was he was the Voldemort of the pre of the Harry Potter prequels. Right. It was like what what who's gonna be the big villain now? So as much as I feel bad for Johnny and I, I actually really mm-hmm. thought he was quite cool in that role. As, as, as yeah. I, I like him in most stuff he's in, to be fair. Um they have made a very, very smart decision, I think, in his replacement. They've decided to go for a person we spoke about earlier on the podcast, Hannibal actor Mads yeah. Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads. That's, that is... So, and do you know what? I've seen what, um, what Johnny Depp's character looked like in Fantastic Beasts, and I can already see him in that role. It's yeah. Like, it's, yeah, I think that's a great cast. Yeah, it's a good replacement um because you need someone you need someone who has a lot of uh you know presence and can because because stepping up for johnny depp is a big big ask for a lot of of actors right 
Uh, I think he's a very talented man. And he's, he and Grindelwald is a, a weird character from what I've seen. Um, right. So I think I think it'd be interesting because I think Mads will be more sinister, whereas yeah. Johnny Depp was more sort of... He, he, he was still sinister, but he wasn't quite as sinister as I believe the character is written. Right. Mm-hmm. So it might be, you know, I don't want to say change for the better, but, um, it, 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 you know, I, I think it's a really solid decision considering yeah. you've lost Johnny Depp. What yeah. do you do now? You yeah. need someone, like you say, you really need someone to fill that role who, who does have a big on-screen presence. And if there is one thing that he can do extremely well, it is create a presence. Um, you know, his characters are... I, he has played some incredible characters over like, in things I've seen him in. So I think that's really exciting, to be fair. Yeah, and, and I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, how do you explain the difference in appearance? But, like, it's Harry Potter, and there's, like, shapeshifters, and there's magic potions that change the way you look. I'm sure you'll figure it out. <laughs> like, he could just be like, I'm going for a new look. I'm going yeah, for a new I look. Just, I, 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 I fancied being Swedish instead of American. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's got or Danish, whatever, whatever. Of, of, all, of, of all, of all the like sort of film franchises and things like that that you would have to try and explain that in Harry Potter's universe is probably the easiest <laughs> one you could yeah. explain it in. <laughs> Just took a potion. Where there's like been bit of it visited what happened <laughs> Jesus Christ. i started choking on my words didn't i Jesus. Yeah, go on. visited sweden and was just like you know what i like this accent yeah this is, this, this is pretty good so i'll just i'll steal it um but yeah so to be honest I, I don't think either of us are particularly have been particularly interested by this franchise mm. But this is actually something that might make me uh, watch it, make, make me tune in, actually. Because just how much I love Mads Mikkelsen. And yeah. if he's being a sinister villain, I'm, I'm kind of all on board for it, you know? Yeah. And it's not because I, I dislike the Harry Potter universe. I actually think Harry Potter's quite um, interesting. I don't think it's like... I, I, I'm not like mad about it. I'm just like, oh, it's, it's quite interesting. Um but but yeah, I mean, does this make you guys want to watch it more, or do you just kind of go, nah, still no? Oh, I I've always kind of been interested. I just, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan, I'll be honest. But like, not because I don't like the franchise. I just they like a bit like you, Chris. They don't really interest me in the same way as they do a lot of people. But at the same time, I can't discredit the films. Or um, and I would I probably would sit and watch them at some point, uh, and I would. Pro- be interested to watch it and then like watch the one with Johnny Depp in it and then watch the newer one just to see kind of not who did it better, but how they, how it changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. About you, Bradley. Yeah. I've always been like a shid, <laughs> but uh, I love all the Harry Potters. I've watched them all so many times, but then it's always been like, eh. <laughs> it's like eventually I'll get around to it. I might wait till, the the later one releases though and then just do like a, a, a marathon yeah probably be easier that way and, the, and then yeah see see what the the differences are see who i prefer yeah no that's interesting and maybe one day on this podcast we can talk about it if we ever mm-hmm. do five years later we finally watch them <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'll move away from my movie news now head straight into my gaming news so i wanted to talk about um fallout 76 Mm-hmm. Is that a curse word for you guys? Is that a s- oh, yeah. the devil? Boo. Yeah. It's the game that ruined the Fallout license. Uh, 
you know is is that kind of your outlook yeah considering i don't play fallout in general um and i even know that that was the death sentence for fallout's franchise um i yeah i even know that and i don't play it so it's clearly got a bad name yeah bradley oh yeah no i'm I'm not into fallout 76 at all yeah so i I don't want to be a part of that (laughs) i i wasn't at all and i hated it at launch i bought it on launch i hated it i thought it was garbage um i played like everything in it i played like a couple maybe like 100 hours but i hated it and i was like i hated myself and i was like i hate this game and then they i came back to it a year and a half later when they released a wastelanders update that basically made it a real fallout game it added in a dialogue wheel it added in npcs it added in towns locations quests um better choice and consequence than fallout 4 had for one which blows my mind in a multiplayer game, which by the way, after the subsequent updates, you can pretty much play it by yourself and just see people walk, walk past every now and then. Um, and it's actually really, really cool. But they just got another huge update that adds in the Brotherhood of Steel. Right. And I cannot, it, this game has gone from absolute garbage in my eyes to being better than Fallout 4. Really? Yes, completely. And I think, Bradley, no. if you were a fan of this license, you do a massive disservice to not maybe wait for a couple more updates, unless they like break the game, unless there's like an update that comes out where they're like <laughs> they've taken it back to back to garbage. But I think honestly, it, and it's it's so sad because it has such a horrible stigma. Like it, but it has had a revival. Like the amount of people playing this is huge. It, it's had a really good comeback. You know. It's bounced mm-hmm. back strong. Like the hilarious thing was when Marvel Avengers came out, there were more people on the week of release playing Fallout 76 on Steam than there were playing Marvel Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. Um, but yeah, and then this late, late, latest update has loads of quality of life, loads of stability improvements. Um, they got rid of the need for you to, because you had to drink and eat or you had negative effects. Oh. So they've actually thrown that away, which I Yay. love. It's good yeah. change. So now it's just if you eat and drink, you get positive effects. And if you don't, then nothing happens. Um, so, so it's still got that. And, and, you know, I'm not against survival elements. I really like survival elements, but I like the option to choose, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, it's gone from being this rubbish Fallout survival game to actually being a real Fallout game. And if you cool. love power armor, it has more power armor than the game setting has ever had. There's all the old suits return, all these new suits. Now, because every update they had in new guns as well, and they've added in guns from Fallout 1, Fallout 2, and like redeveloped them and made them. Like, it's, it blows my mind how much content is now in this game. And I'd just like to say, all these updates have been free. Completely yeah. free. You haven't had to pay a dime. This isn't it is kind of needed, though. <laughs> Yeah, because of the state of which the game uh, yeah. launched at. But this is the game that should have launched at, to, at the beginning. If this is the game that had come out, I think Fallout 76 would have a much, much different taste in people's mouths and a different reputation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so cool, like branching choices. And then they did this new thing with the Brotherhood, which I haven't played yet. I'm still playing through Wastelanders because I was playing it 
and then I got a load of different games and I've fallen off of it. But I, I really, it's, it's something I want to go back to eventually, you know? Um, but yeah, and like, it's so cool. And they've added in, they keep developing more into new. So every update, when they're looking at not stopping that, slowing down, they add in new factions, but they've also continued to flesh out the old factions. So now there's more quests for the settlers. There's more quests for the raiders. You can side with the raiders against the brotherhood. You can help the brotherhood. You can, there's so much choice and consequence. It feels more like New Vegas than it does four. And even the dialogue option looks like New Vegas. It doesn't look like four. It's not four's oh, discussion really? wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's literally New Vegas's discussion wheel, where it's oh. literally just a box and there's like eight options and then you pick which one you want. <laughs> you know? And then also it's like it's like New Vegas in that if I have a medicine skill and some guy's dying, I can either give him something, or if I don't give him something, he dies. But if I have medicine skill, I can just go, hey, magic check, because I have medicine. Or <laughs> I can talk my way out of combat encounters or persuade a group of raiders in a storyline to not attack these settlers because of my charisma. And I know you could sort of still do that in 4, but it feels so much more like New Vegas, like in in sort of the way that your skills affect the dialogue uh, in the game and the way it's just laid out, right? So I cannot praise this game enough. Mm. I think keep adding to it, keep making it better and better. There's even New Vegas references, Bradley. The Brotherhood <laughs> in this new add-on are from the Mojave Wasteland. And they talk about this long trek all the way to Appalachia, uh, which is obviously West Virginia, where yeah. this is set. Uh, oh, I just, I love it. I think it's so, I, I, and considering literally, as I've said earlier, I hated, hated, hated this game. And now it's gone from being a respectable Fallout game in my eyes, you know? Hmm. And I'd really love you to give it a go because one, we could play it together because it's, that's kind of a fun experience. Um, and, uh, and the other thing is I just, I'd love to see your sort of take on it, like pick it up when it's like five or 10 pounds or something, and you'll probably have a blast. And it's also got a battle pass that you don't have to buy. You don't have to buy. You just get it. So every time there's a new season, you just That's get weird. the battle pass. Where they, so where are they making the money from? You can pay to skip tiers. Okay. And that's literally but, the only way they can get income. Uh, there's skins in the store. Oh, Okay. So it is all um, just cosmetic? Yeah, all cosmetics, except for uh, I think the only thing that I, still annoys me a bit, yeah, but it's not too bad, is you can buy repair kits because like New Vegas, your gear deteriorates. Um, right. But they've really toned that down. So I didn't really notice that too much the last time I played it. Um, okay. uh, but it was really bad at one point. And at one point I was like, well, like when it first came out, I was like, your gear deteriorates. So This was when it first came out your gear deteriorated so fast that I was like, it feels like you want me just to buy the repair kits, mm -hmm. you know, but now it's, I think it's at a really good place. It's a really good balance. And I just hope they keep making it better because it, 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 I'm just so happy. It's had such a good turnaround. Like this is the turnaround that I want for like Marvel Avengers that I want for Anthem. I want these games to become something good, you know? Um, yeah. And because, and, like I say, as much as we, we enjoy take, making the fun out of bad games, we don't want bad, bad games. And, we, and I don't want a bad Fallout game. And so much, and also you get Bow and Arrow, which I love. <laughs> bow and Arrow, that's Skyrim. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
did that did that change your perspective on Fallout 76 at all? It's, it's definitely changed my perspective on it in terms of I thought it was garbage and like now you've kind of opened my eyes so that it's actually a surviving game that is starting to hold its own now. Starting to find its feet massively. Yeah. Especially with the last two expansions. Whether I'll play it though <laughs> don't know. It's kind of like is is if anything it's like dampened my interest in fallout as the franchise yeah that's fair like sadly it is what it's done because it's just it's just kind of like made me uninterested in a way in Mm. in uh the rest of it and now i'm just like oh would i even want to play it like now i'm like did i even enjoy fallout 4 (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like I'm like, are you questioning everything? Yeah, I'm like, how much do I actually like Fallout? Like, it's all nothing right. is new true. Vegas. Re- replay new Vegas, and then yeah, you'll just you'll fall in love with it again. Nothing, nothing changed. Like my perspective on New Vegas. That that was a good game, but yeah, I think Free's really good as well. With Liam I've Neeson. never played Free. Is your, <gasps> is your dad? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I, Obviously, I it's going to be good. I don't know metaphorically how to feel just now. fell off his chair. Literally, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, heard yeah, I, free. I started at New Vegas. New Vegas is a lot better than Free, but yeah. you have to respect Free because they... Liam Neeson's in it. <laughs> well, one, Liam Neeson's in it, and two, they took Fallout, which was, you know, a top-down AR yeah, they, they really PG. just remade it. They they literally invented modern Fallout. Like they took the the themes and the sort of elements that made it great, and then mm-hmm. they put it in this crazy open world. And I think as much as it is dated and it's like a not as good Fallout New Vegas in my eyes, I still think for what it did at the time and for the story, it is really good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who, who you know, I, I'm not in that camp because New Vegas is my favourite, but there is a lot of people who, you know, free is their favourite. It does yeah. take the cake for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've rambled on about Fallout <laughs> uh, long enough. So I'll, I'll move over to my last piece of news for this week. And this is actually, I found this quite intriguing, this bit. Because we've never spoke about Star Citizen on this podcast, have we? I have no idea what that even is. Jack's just like, well, uh, do you know what it is, Bradley? (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) You don't? Oh, my goodness. Right, so um, a little little bit of background on Star Citizen. It was a crowdfunded game, um, and I believe it started in 2010. Right. And they wanted to make an open-world... Um, action adventure spaceship epic where you fly around the galaxy and you do quests and there's a storyline they wanted it feels familiar actually i I feel like i've heard of it yeah it it was at the time in 2010 when they started their campaign it was like the most ambitious game ever like they wanted this like crazy and they brought mark hamill in and he did mocap and he did lines and they've done all sorts of crazy stuff but this has been going on for 10 years right 10 years and you do? And, and all you can play is a gameplay demo it's a, it's a glorified gameplay demo yeah right that people still play and it's just reached 332 million as as a crowdfunding game it's just joke. no 332 million dollars oh yeah? so that's how much it's raised over the 10 years it's been on but obviously this game's been in development for 10 years and all people have had is a demo. And then in that demo, 
to crowdfund more money, you can pay literally up to four grand or more for a spaceship. What? <laughs> and people it, buy these things. In a demo. I think Is this most, just a scheme? I think they the like, mo- <laughs> we'll make a demo and pretend it's going to be something huge. And then- <laughs> I, think, I think the most expensive ship I ever saw on there, and I, and I think this is right, was 32 grand. <laughs> and people bought it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this has led many people who honestly donated money to this because they thought, I want to help them. This is a great, I, you know, crowdfunding. We talked about it before. It's a curse and a blessing, right? And I, I believe it's more good than bad, but it can be bad. Um, but, yeah, so it's been going on for 10 years. Now they're at 332 million without any real progress really being shown. And this has led many to go, is this the most ambitious game project of all time? Or is this a scam? Yeah, exactly. It's a massive scam. Are they stealing my money and just laughing at me, right? Feels like it. And, and this is the funniest thing. This, this isn't this news story, but I have to tell you this. A couple of weeks back, they said they were going to release a roadmap, right, for the next year. Because they promised it's going to come out in two years. That's what they've said. That's their big right. thing. They're like, give, give us two more years, 12 years, it's going to come out. 12 years. <laughs> and um, and uh, then they said, we'll release a roadmap and we'll show you the roadmap. And then it got to the time and everyone was like, where's the roadmap? And they went, right, well, we haven't had anyone working on the roadmap. So what we're going to do is we're going to make, we're going to get a team to make a roadmap for the roadmap. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. This, this, is, this is honest. This is uh, hand on my heart. They were going to get people to make a roadmap for the roadmap, but that has still not appeared. What's a roadmap from roadmap? <laughs> um, make it. Um, yep. <laughs> like what, what? We're going to make you make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're actually going to get uh, fans to make the roadmap <laughs> and then we'll so tell them whether we can it. meet it or not. Yeah. But, but, but part of this news today was obviously 332 million raised. And they said on the back of this, they've brought in another development studio in Canada to um, help them make the game, right? And that's what they've said. Right. And if you actually look into it, though, these Canadians are not helping them make the base game. These Canadian development studio is going to do updates to the gameplay demo that already exists. Right. So oh, wow. in my eyes, this is just stringing people along so you can get more money. Yeah. I don't see this as... Why, <laughs> why, why aren't you focusing on the full game with these extra yeah. people? Why are you just going, oh, there's the demo. We'll put that into the de- demo, we, yeah. We're just going to give you some couple updates. So you just... I hope I'm wrong. I hope in two years' time this comes out and we come back and we're like, it's not a scam. It wasn't a scam. <laughs> they haven't just bought Ferraris and yachts and ran away with your 332 million. <laughs> But I have a, I just feel like, yeah. Something doesn't add up. It's got, it's got to be a scam. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you guys think? Scam? You, we're out or... of money now, but if you send us more money, we'll, we'll promise we will put it into the demo again. It feels like it. a scam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised you guys never heard about this. No, uh, I, have, I haven't heard about any of the scamming and stuff, but I've heard of Star Citizen. Um, but like, literally, I had no idea what it was like. And now I'm just like, ah the scamming game <laughs> yeah i mean you know in two years time if it does come out properly and it's like the best game of all time 
obviously we'll we'll we got words but i don't think we will somehow i think it's gonna somehow, be two I years i'm gonna go hungry i feel like it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be two years and they're gonna be like right here's the roadmap and and, and give us another two years and we'll be <laughs> ready Give us another hundred million, and we'll uh, we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see out. what we can do. Yeah. We'll, we'll 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 finally get that guy to work on the roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> for the roadmap. The roadmap for the roadmap. <laughs> it's but, like essentially what they're doing is they're one of those people who like you know if you like if someone borrows money off you and then they're like oh yeah I'll give it back and then they just keep prolonging. Yeah. Like, oh yeah no no I'll give it to you tomorrow. And then yeah. you see them buying loads of stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. And you're like isn't that my and they're like no 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 no. <laughs> This isn't your money. It's fine. I've got your money. It's yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> I've got your wow. game. It's coming out in two years. I've got it. That's a great analogy. It I is, really like it that. It is, yeah. It's keeping it off. No, no, no. I promise. I haven't spent your money, but I will give you all of that <laughs> tomorrow. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, not tomorrow. Sorry, next week. No, no, no. I, d- I didn't <laughs> buy this Ferrari with the, with, with, yeah. with the money. I just, uh, you know, this, my like, dad gave me this money. Yeah. And you're like, dude, it's literally, I'm asking you for 20 quid. And you're literally... <laughs> You're buying a hundred thousand pound car, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, literally. God. But yeah, so um, I'll, I'll wrap it up there. That's that's the end of my news this week. <laughs> okay, really? so on to my pieces of news. Um, I'm, all my news are actually really short this week. Um, yeah. But first, I just wanted to talk about uh, the Avengers game, a game that we have talked about many times. Game of the year. And, Game of the year, yeah. We always talk about it being the best game ever. No, um, we always talk about how it was, uh, you know, essentially a failure, and it's it's kind of fell short in in every aspect. But we've recently had a piece of news that has stated that the Avengers game has failed to break even. So that is just so so disappointing. In yeah, that. like I mean, we talk about how poor a show in this game has been, but we've always been in the mindset of it's a triple A game. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's gonna like you know make its money back and then just yeah, course, yeah. not do anything you know extra really, not make much profit. But it's actually making a loss currently from the development costs. It's it's not made. It's it's break even point yet. It's not actually past that point it's just it's just a, a money sink at this point for the um and and just and just to remind the listeners how bad we seem to be at predicting the future do you remember what we yeah. said about this game yeah it will, uh, it will, it will do well it will yeah. sell it's yeah. avengers after some updates <laughs> and some time and it didn't yeah. even break even or so far and it's like, mad, this isn't is, it? yeah and this is coming off of black friday where well, this is what I was going to say. It 50% was percent off. Yeah, it was Black Friday. It was on sale, and I still didn't buy it. I no, debated no, no, buying either. it, and then I was like, "Nah." Nah. No, you know I, the I think is, I, I don't know if this is coincidental, but I haven't seen any sort of advertisement for that game since it launched, like any sort of like promotion for it. Because and I can't today, afford it. it. Well, but today it came up as a sponsored <laughs> ad more than once on my social media, and um, saying what a fantastic game it was. And I was like, "Is this uh, them really sure. pushing the boat out now?" It's just them really trying. Like they're desperately trying to get to some people. But I, I'm just so shocked, like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like, I, I literally, when I saw it was 50% off, I went, that's so bad. No yeah. game that comes out in the last, like, you know, two, three months should be 50% off of Black no. Friday. No. Um, they're not that kind of generous people. They're just no. trying to make some money back. And they're still, you know, after that sale, haven't broke even. And... um yeah, the last point Chris made on his on his. Uh, do you want to say it, Chris? I, can't I don't want to take what your it point. Is, Bradley. No, oh, you can't. <laughs> I haven't got, so you I haven't made, got it in front of me. I can't oh, you made a really good point, and it was that Fortnite crossovers are making more money. 
Yeah, for Marvel. For Marvel, yeah. 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 From, <laughs> than the Avengers game, which is just boggling, you know. Mind-boggling, like, isn't it? Just Fortnite crossovers are making them more money. Um, which, I mean, I, I saw recently, I don't know when I saw it, I must have been like some advert or something, that if you buy something in like Fortnite, you get two months of Disney Plus. Yeah, I oh, really? That. So that yeah. yeah, like they're really closely integrated at this point. Oh, like, massively, yeah. Yeah, yeah like and I, I've seen like because obviously I, I played a lot of Fortnite before, but um, I haven't this season to be fair, which I'm actually really gutted about because um, of all the seasons, this battle pass would appeal to me the most with all the Marvel um, things. But they've continued to add more and more Marvel like cool Marvel things mm. that you can get um, from playing, and they just recently added Venom as the character, and yeah. I was like, see, Ooh. even that also... brings so many people in. Fun mm-hmm. fact, it's the only video game where you can do a DC Marvel crossover because of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mad. Yeah. And Batman. <laughs> they've had, they've had, and Batman, they've had yeah. Mo- multiple, yeah. It's so crazy. But yeah, Fortnite's still more successful than Avengers. So is what it is. On to <laughs> my next piece of news. Um, and that is about Immortals Phoenix Rising or as you God may have. Yeah. <laughs> Gods and Monsters. Um, so it's like, literally, we haven't had anything to say about this really, apart from mocking its name change. Yeah. It's literally and, as a podcast. And taking the pee out of monster energy drink being idiots. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. That's all we've talked about is we've mocked it for its, its bad name. And the fact that monsters stupid for making it change its name and just abusing its, its power. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know why, but over the past week, I've suddenly had this like surge of interest where I've suddenly been like, I think I want to get this. I don't know what sparked it. I don't know if it's because I was like, you know, my mom's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, hmm, what games are coming out? <laughs> and I was literally like, I'm suddenly quite interested in this. And then today I went on um, during my break at work and was like, oh, I wonder if it's getting any reviews because I know it's coming out um, in a few days. So I, I went on and they've actually been really good reviews. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't believe how positive it's been. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there are obviously some that, you know, are pretty average, but I haven't seen one bad review where it's like, this game is garbage. Like, what a p- poor showing on Ubisoft's part. The worst I've seen is like, it falls flat. Like, you know, good ideas, but, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, mm. <laughs> that's good. You had really good reviews. If the worst thing is like, good yeah, ideas falls, yeah. falls mm. a bit flat. It's like, so <laughs> well, everybody's going to have different opinions, but yeah, well, so it's just really cool. And now I'm even more interested, yeah. but what do you guys think? Well, the, the two telling things I saw for me was there were two reviews I saw and mm. one said, this is a really good late contender for game of the year. And I was like, oh, see, that seems like a lot. And then, yeah, yeah. Which is what I thought. Well, definitely what I thought. But at the same time, I was like, maybe I can see where he's coming from because I do think it looks really interesting. Um, and the second one where I was like, this sounds more reasonable and was cool was uh, it's the best thing Ubisoft have released in years. And this guy as well, who reviewed it, loved Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But he said, this blows Valhalla out the water. And no, I was like, See, that's Ooh. mad. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm, but then, you know, another reviewer I said, said it doesn't live up to the hype. Exactly. So, so it's like, it seems very opinion-based, this game. There's uh, not like yeah. one consensus where it's like, oh, everybody loves it. it. But- this is kind of how I feel, though. I kind of feel like this with this game is that I, I want to love it. And I mm. want to want to get it. 
but right. I don't, and I don't know why. And I, I keep looking at stuff for it, and I'm seeing the hype around it. And for some reason, something is telling me in the back of my mind, you're not going to enjoy this game, don't get it? And I don't know <laughs> what it is. I don't know what it is. It's like, That's it's, sad. Like, it's like there's a little voice inside my head that just, you know, the cat in the hat, a bit cat in the hat, Bradley. You'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah. That's a bad idea. That's what's going on in my head. Like literally, I don't know why I keep looking at. Whereas it mine's thinking, the opposite. There's a little voice that keeps growing. Like you're gonna love this. Why would let you the twelve-year-old drive? But it is though. Like you know, I do. I don't know. I don't know what it is. The chances I, are you won't get it unless. I, no, I think I think if it if it maybe was in a sale or, or you know I, I would come to a stage where I didn't really have anything else to play at the at okay. that point, um, and I wanted a story game, maybe I definitely wouldn't be looking to get it on launch though and i'm not even sure this is the worst part i can't i couldn't give you a reason why i just there's something about it i'm just like oh my my reason why would be because of the other games that are coming out or or like that have come out because i will be getting like valhalla before yeah and then cyberpunk comes out exactly and then and then cyberpunk again we'll take the (laughs) (laughs) we hope yeah it's going gold and then takes another year all the discs are just gonna (laughs) sit there in storage oh cyberpunk will we ever uh, get I, you <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i, I personally um I, I i'm not saying it looks bad i just there's something just warding me away from it for for the time being yeah. anyway mm-hmm. well yeah you know this is something that i think um as good as it looks um it's something that i'd probably pick up in the sale yeah uh, that if it was at half price i'd probably be very happy with that and i'd probably really enjoy it oh yeah definitely i'll definitely play it it is just whether i will get it quicker like for christmas or whatever i'll wait till there's a sale or something mm. but but yeah i just wanted to like talk about how it's been positive and i'm really happy mm. because i am interested in it and then, yeah. yeah um but on to my last piece of news and you you two don't know what i'm reviewing today and there's a reason i didn't tell you and the reason is my last piece of news is about control so control has been essentially um leaked in a way so xbox game passes twitter is like it's really fun yeah if you're on twitter they're all in for the memes i'm not on twitter yeah exactly i'm not on twitter but every now and then i will just google xbox game passes twitter and just scroll through it they're hilarious they come like to me they are they have my type of humor where it's just stupid and like (laughs) you're just like there's a guy sitting there doing this for fun and you can tell he's enjoying it yeah Um, that's what it's all about exactly and i'm just like that's so good and it's so interactive with the fans that's what like he kind of whoever's doing it he or she is just enveloping what game pass is about of just this really (laughs) nice engaging like way to access gaming Mm. and that twitter account is just so good um but they release like a cryptic tweet that points to the game control um coming to game pass uh, and the theory is that it, w- it will arrive this month now in december um and the reason i picked this piece of news is because you my review was is control wow. today wow wow how weird is that <laughs> and you <laughs> always say that whatever i review will come to game pass <laughs> and what? literally they've done it, it before you same... as well yeah it occurred <laughs> my piece of news and the review were on the same day so i had to you prophesized it, it. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I am so glad you're about to do this as well because um, I I feel about that game. I've always wanted to play this game so badly uh, because mm-hmm. of how well it it did and how how acclaimed it is. Mm. And but I never wanted to buy it myself. I, ne- yeah. I always just thought I'm not going to buy this game. No, 
but yeah. the fact it's going Game Pass, uh, I, I'm now 100% going to have to play it. I, I completely oh, agree, Jack. When it gets onto Game Pass. Oh, you feel the same? I, I always wanted to play it, and I yeah. always was, and I was like, oh, this is innovative. It's got great yeah. reviews. <laughs> like it looks awesome. But then uh, every time I was like, but I don't want to spend all that money. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I yeah, no, I, I, was it. I was literally the same. So I mean, should we get straight into the reviews then? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just just one thing I wanted to quickly say about the old, the old Game Pass mm-hmm. is um, I just because my Xbox Live Gold was going to run out, so I was mm-hmm. like, screw it, I'll just get Game Pass Ultimate. Um, mm-hmm. And I've already downloaded like six games, mm-hmm. and obviously then they heard Control, and I was I'm so happy because now it's a game I've always wanted to play. But like I said, it's the thing that if I didn't have Game Pass, I'd never play it, and mm-hmm. now I can just play it when it comes out. Can, can yeah. I just ask something before we move into reviews? Because something I was a bit confused about, and if anyone, I should probably know this. But so, uh, am I right in thinking that if you have not Game Pass but Game Pass Ultimate, that mm. also covers your Xbox Live membership? Yes, that's why, that's, that? that's why I got it. Yeah, 40, how much is forty nine pounds? So and then, but then equally, so it's forty nine uh, forty nine pound all in all, mm. and then, but then equally, if you pay for the year of Gold membership on its own, that's what 30, that, is that? that's that's forty nine pounds. Oh, it's £49. Pounds. Mm. And, then, and then whatever the monthly membership is for Game Pass. So I'm getting ripped off here because I, I don't have Game Pass Ultimate. I just upgrade. It's, just it's upgrade. like, it's £11 pounds a month. So yeah. if, you, if you're getting live, then yeah. like you're spending you an extra... You can also upgrade your gold, can't you? To... So, yeah. so and, I could literally and, just, I could cancel my renewal for yeah. Xbox Live and Gold, Jack, which runs out in Jan. Yeah, go on. Game Pass Ultimate also includes EA Play. Right, so you get all of EA's titles whenever they yeah. come out. So I'm probably going to get Mass Effect Legendary Edition for free now because mm-hmm. it yeah. will go straight on EA Play most likely. And also there's loads of stuff on EA Play that's like awesome because mm-hmm. uh, EA do, it does publish a lot of games. And not just that, it's the fact that you get your gold and yeah. then it also includes Game Pass on the PC if you have a PC. So literally, it's, that is like just for anyone who's listening who maybe was in the same situation to me where you'd paid for your Game Pass separate to your thingy, <laughs> just you've just you heard it there. Cancel it. What are you I mean, doing? Do what? It, don't be an idiot. What are you out, doing? What am I doing? It, it yeah. will work out to more money because you pay yeah, fifty pounds, forty pounds or whatever for Xbox Live, and then five pounds a month, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you'll probably still end up spending more on Ultimate, but it's not that much more. It's probably like an extra like 30 or 40 quid a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's well worth it because if you buy one game, you've spent 50 quid already. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There you go, kids. But, and, um, the, and the last thing, sorry, just one last thing before we move on to Bradley's review. I, I, the reason I saw this was because I saw a Reddit, Reddit chain mm-hmm. with people asking for refunds for Control on Xbox. Because they just bought it. <laughs> because they yeah. just bought it in Black Friday sales. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then no, now it's coming to like, Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh wow, that definitely. I was like, I was so glad because I feel like that was something I'd do. I'd be like, yeah. oh, ten pounds in the cell. Have that, <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, it's on Game Pass. I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, ready, take it away. Tell us okay. about Control. So, I actually, so I was one of the people that bought in both. I don't have Game Pass though, so it didn't really yeah, matter yeah. if I bought in Black Friday. But I managed to get the Ultimate Edition, and it was really cheap. Um, so. I actually, you know, I got the DLCs as well um, for just over 10 quid. So I was like, you know, I was the same as you. I was, I was just like, I don't, don't really want to pay for it. I just kind of want to play it, but I'm not sure when. And so when I saw that, I was like, I can't really pass that up, you know, an ultimate edition for just over 10 quid. Um, and I was looking for a game to play. So 
it's made by Remedy for the people that don't know that listen, and they're the people that made um, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, Max Payne. Um, so just really good games. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like I, I love Max Payne. Yeah, I mean, I, I adored like Alan Wake and Quantum Break. I I haven't played Max Payne one or two, um, but I've played three. Even though that's mm-hmm. not them, that's Rockstar. <laughs> I should probably play Quantum Break because that's on Game Pass. You haven't yes. played Quantum yes, Break. Brilliant! Oh, How have oh. you played that? Oh. I'll play I it and I'll review it. The, yeah, like, it's a great game, honestly. The, one of my points is um, that I'm now going to replay Quantum Break. Like I'm going to buy it on PC. Because it feels because, like that, Yeah, because it? It, it does really feel like that. And I, I just remembered how much like I loved Quantum Break and mm-hmm. I, I just want to go back and play it again. Um, so yeah, so, so they've made these great games. And I literally, when I bought it, I, I bought it with the confidence of that no matter what, it's going to be a really good, high-quality game, yeah. whether I like it or not. It, does that make sense? Like, mm. it, it, even if I don't personally like it, it will be a good and high quality game. You better like, play it whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, no, but like, as in, even if I enjoyed it or I didn't, it would still be a yeah, high quality yeah. game that I could appreciate as like, you know, an art piece, if anything, you know, something that I didn't like, but other people, uh, you know, would definitely love. Um, but I was not disappointed. It is fantastic. And mm-hmm. like, I haven't finished it, I'll be honest, because I literally started it two days ago and I'm really taking my time mm. um, because of the way the game is. So you play as uh, Jessie, who is looking uh, for her brother and she enters the oldest house and she finds all sorts of weirdness. And literally, that's all I'm going to say because I think I went in with literally no spoilers, Blind. nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've loved every moment of it because the story is so atmospheric and gripping and like that is what remedy do they they tell these fantastic yeah. like normally mysteries and this is Sounds exactly like a what studio it is. i'd love to be honest yeah like they, they do they just they tell these stories that you, throughout the whole thing you, you're just constantly like what, what is going to happen next like what how yeah. does, where does this go like and and it's the same with this game you're constantly drip fed information and you're just constantly like what 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 yeah what's what is going on here and then you're like you kind of get to the point where you're like i kind of get what's going on and then you're like but where is the story going mm-hmm. <laughs> like where's the end goal and like there's never a point where you, you really can be satisfied and like literally now i'm like what am i doing next like what what's gonna happen and you're just constantly asking questions and i think that is superb storytelling is when no point throughout are you ever like predictable <laughs> like yeah, sure. it hasn't really got to that point like obviously it does follow some tropes like you know every story does but i still like uh, i'm like well, i have no idea where it's going like mm-hmm. where does it end and i love that and i'm like i'm again i'm like how are the dlc gonna play out like it's just so big and confusing in a good way like there's just so many elements to the story um and the gameplay itself is just really well designed so right. somehow you have essentially superpowers, but yeah. you don't feel unstoppable. You feel mm-hmm. vulnerable. You feel like you need them just to have like a chance at points right. in the game. Um, like, I, I don't know whether it's just me, but like, I'm generally pretty good at games. And, and I just think like, I don't really die, but like, I'll, I'll get through a fight and I'll think, oh, good thing I have my powers. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and, and I think that's like a really good design to have the balance between feeling really powerful and awesome, 
but, but not also being unstoppable. Yeah, not being like this forced to just like walk Blitz through enemies. through it, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, I, I do like a challenge. Like we know that. But um, yeah, I don't think this is like a hard game. I just, I just think that I do have to actually think, okay, maybe I can't just walk at the enemy and, um, you know, and just survive. Um, and there's good progression to the gameplay as well. So you, you get um, new mods for yourself and your guns. So you can like kind of give yourself little passive bonuses and give your guns little passive bonuses. And then you can unlock new guns and they all come off of this one gun she has. Um, and the gun itself changes, which is quite cool. cool. Yeah, it's, it's just part of like the weirdness that, you know, you, you'll get to see that. But the gun itself changes. Um, and she only has that like one gun that changes. Um, and you gain new abilities. So you'll start off and you won't really be able to do much. Um, and then you'll slowly gain more and more like powers. But obviously mm-hmm. the game will also progress. So although you're getting more powerful, the enemies will get you know more powerful. You'll come across newer enemy types and things like that. So it never feels like you're getting OP and they're getting like ridiculously easy. It just kind of balances itself out in a nice way that doesn't, you know, it feels fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's just like the graphics and animation are incredible. Like some of the facial animation, um, I was just sitting here like, wow, that looks like a person. Like they're, they're just, I don't know why, but they just designed mm. these people in such a way that you think they just look yeah. like real. Whereas a lot of games will make people look flawless. Mm. Um, they've made it in a way where some of the characters that you speak to look real and like That's they so have cool. a lot of flaws on their face. Right. So. Uh, one guy you speak to has a cleft lip and you don't really see that in games. No. But when you do no. see it, you're, you're kind of sitting there and you're like, he just, he just looks, looks so like real compared person. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because he's just this like, he's this balding guy with a cleft lip and you're just like, yeah, it's just a person. Like it, mm-hmm. the facial, like, you know, design and animation is just so good. And yeah. it just adds to that immersion because everyone feels real and, and you're just in this story. But yeah, I really don't want to give anything away for the story. No. Yeah, no, I would don't. say like, it, it's a really <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to play this. So. I'm going to oh, yeah, do it you, Bradley. No spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No spoilers. And you know, I wouldn't. Um, but what I would say is obviously it's really good. I haven't finished like the story, but the side missions are also really good. Like they don't feel, they're, they're, it's one of those games that it doesn't detach the side missions where it feels like, oh, there's a fetch quest. You know, yeah, like go, go it, just, yeah, it just weaves it perfectly. You, you know in. what, though? What once because it's obviously going Game Pass, once mm. me and Jack have played it, we should do a spoiler uh discussion, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, cool. definitely. When I get to the end of this, I'm gonna to want to talk about it with someone, yeah. <laughs> so, what so once we all know we've all done it, um, we'll do a spoiler mm-hmm. discussion, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, and so, like, my last few points, there is one, there's probably one drawback that I have. Um, mm-hmm. well, first off, there's the whole game is um, open world which really shocked me with the way, like, I really didn't expect that. Yeah. So go into it knowing it's open world and be, don't be confused like I was, because I thought it was a very, very linear experience. Because yeah, so did like, I. Being a weird is, that, thing. is that sort of yeah. what Quantum Break is then? Quan- no, yeah. Quantum, Quantum, Quantum Break is linear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's completely linear. And obviously, yeah. so is Alan Wake <laughs> and Max Payne, and they've all been very linear, whereas this is... Oh, yeah. Being, oh, I love Max Payne. Yeah, this so is technically good. an open world game though, and and you can like fast travel between different, different. and stuff. I know, really and weird. I kind of love and dislike it. When you mm-hmm. have to backtrack, it can get a bit annoying because yeah. the fast travel won't always take you to the right place, and the map is really bad. <laughs> like oh, it doesn't wow. it doesn't tell you what floor you're on, so you uh, can just be like floating 
in like an area in terms of the map and you're like i need to get through this wall apparently because you don't know what floor you're on <laughs> and right. so I, I would say that's the one problem with having it like open world um mm. but yeah my, my one like actual drawback with the game because that doesn't really bother me i don't mind kind of exploring and looking around um but the one drawback is that when you die you lose 10 percent of your main resource that you collect throughout the game and Ooh. i just feel it's unnecessary yeah, yeah it's a bit steep isn't it it's it's not even that it's steep like 10 percent really doesn't matter especially at the beginning of the game 10 percent, you know you're not earning a lot but like i don't die a lot um but when i do die it's normally to something like an environmental thing where i'll try and explore somewhere think i can like cross a gap or something and then fall to my death and then that's instantly 10 percent gone and i'm like well that's fair like you know because it's a game where you're kind of urged to you know look around and explore because it's metroidvania so you can only go to certain areas at certain points in the game mm-hmm. so you're kind of urged to see what you can do until that point and so when i do try and see what i can do and i like fall because i can't do it yet and then i lose 10 percent of everything and because i don't go a lot yeah. yeah it's just like well brilliant like because i got up to like 60k because i hadn't died in ages and then that ends up being six thousand, and you're like wow well that's that's quite a lot of fights there yeah. <laughs> like it just feels unnecessary i was like it feels like they've gone for like the dark soulsy route and they didn't they really really didn't need to like mm. no because i'm pretty good at the game so i don't die so I, but i can't imagine if you weren't very good at the game and you were constantly dying might get annoying yeah that would get so frustrating because you needed to upgrade yourself and it's, it's one of those things where you're not going to get better because you can't upgrade because you keep dying so it's an endless loop where i, I really think that's just a stupid design uh, decision on on remedies part and i, I just feel it's unnecessary 10 percent isn't a lot but if you're not very good at the game yeah it does add up like i didn't pick a difficulty i don't think you can pick a difficulty so everybody plays on that difficulty and it isn't easy it's not an easy game so i i just thought that was a bit unfair really um mm. for the people that will struggle with it because then they're not going to get any better it's an endless cycle no. but yeah that is literally my one drawback is that i think that's unnecessary i don't think yeah. it's a like a stupid thing i just think it's like kind of following that trope that souls like trope of being like oh don't die otherwise you'll lose something and it yeah, kind of sure. takes away from that experience of i want to explore i want to just you know go and and take risks and and do things so but no it is is fantastic and i'm just like so excited to keep playing it it's literally like i'm at work like i want to go home and play control. i want to go home i want to i just want to see some more i want to like get more powers things like that it's just mm. really good um, yeah i can't, I can't wait, wait for, for it all to be able to, yeah, yeah. So all be able to do this and then can't, uh, can't wait for it comes game pass yeah, yeah and chris you need to play quantum break yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's literally to be fair break. when i was i installed literally i installed gears of war tactics pillar of eternity um uh sniper elite 4 um like two other games from game park Dishonored 2 um i just installed loads of games from game pass already <laughs> and and they're all looking and every time i load up my xbox now because i've also got red faction gorilla that i bought and i've mm. also got assassin's creed valhalla that i'm still playing <laughs> and i've also got fallout 76 You're that i want to dive back into i've literally i'm not kidding you there's probably about 20 titles on my on my dashboard okay. and i'm looking at them all <laughs> and i'm like when you get a moment you need to yeah. play quantum break, yeah, break. i yeah. will I'll, I'll install it i'll because I'll, I, I feel like play. that's because it's a linear I can just play that and move on. Yeah, play and move on. It's not it's not massive, is it, that game, from what I remember, Bradley? Then again, the TV series. 
Do you know how it works, Chris? Yeah, I I, I remember yeah. watching it when it came. Yeah. I remember being really intrigued by it, and I remember looking at it. I remember the reviews being quite good. I mean, I really like both the actors. It's got Littlefinger from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and Iceman um, from. Uh, from <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I was calling Bobby. I was going to say, Lamplighter. Yeah, I forget he's Lamplighter. He's both yeah. fire and frost. Yeah, right, yeah, he is. Um, but but it yeah. Is- yeah, it's wicked how it I'll, works. I'll, I'll play it and then I'll review it and we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm going to play it again anyway. So it's like, uh, I'll, I'll be like right there with you. Like, yes, I love that bit too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I how, how old is it? Because maybe we do Golden Oldie. 2016, I think. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, yeah no, it wouldn't. Yeah. I was going to say it wouldn't really be a Golden Oldie. I, no. I think Control's basically in the same engine, but pushed. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't think we can cast that as a golden album. Oh, cool. I've, I've got two more on the list then. On that long list. <laughs> I, I do like that feeling, though, because you've yeah. got that feeling. You know, of, you've got stuff to look forward yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, nothing yeah, to. Yeah, but I'm also like, what do I play first? That yeah, is you've the, pick, that is but you've just got to pick one and stick to it instead of <laughs> yeah, magic, but I, I, keep, I, I keep like playing Valhalla and then going to something else and then going. Yeah. And I've still got Kingdoms of Amulet Reckoning, which I <laughs> which I bought months ago, which I've I've done like half of the map, and I'm like, oh, I want to finish this. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a while. Well, good yeah. luck with that. It's gonna be so... a good Christmas break. Um, so yeah, um, is uh, is it time for my review? Yes. Oh, good to move on to me. Um, so. My review, we've spoken a lot today about the Black Friday deals and my review comes directly from the Black Friday deals. So I uh, was sitting, uh, I'll give you a little rundown of what happened for me. I obviously, Apex is my go-to game and (laughs) uh, Zach is my go-to teammate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zach has done nothing but play Call of Duty Cold War since it came out. Um, and he's got a team of people he plays it with, uh, family. So because of that, Apex has been pushed to one side um, for the time being. And we still go on it time to time, but it's been pushed aside. And because I'm not excited about the Battle Pass this season, there's no real reason for me to graft it on my own. So I was kind of finding myself sitting around with no recent game that I could think of or anything I wanted to play by myself. Um, And... I decided that I was definitely going to buy something. And then I saw it in the Black Friday sale. And that is Watch Dogs Legion. Now, Watch Dogs as a franchise is very mixed. Uh, There's a lot of people that hate it, a lot of people Mm. that that kind of sit in the middle, and a lot of people that like it. And Uh, Can I just say, Jack, I've never played any of them. Well, so, so all I would say off the bat, Watch Dogs 1, I thought was great. I mm-hmm. thought it was really, really different, really, really, for its time, advanced, and I loved it. Watch yeah. Dogs 2, I have done the first 10 minutes of and never played it again. Um, I didn't mind it, but I, I'm in the same it, it was boat, but I thought it was worse. Yeah, I, nothing yeah. drew me to Watch Dogs 2 for some reason, mm-hmm. um, aside from the parkour. That was the only thing I liked about the second <laughs> um, It sounds stupid, but it was no, so cool. No, I get it. Um, but this one. This one has buzzed my interest for so long and everyone that knows about Watchdogs kept saying the same things, you know, oh, it's just going to be another letdown. It's just it's going to be another Watchdogs 2. It's, you know, these games have never been great. You know, it's going to be pointless. And I just didn't want to listen to anyone else. I just wanted to just play it and see for myself. So when I saw it in sale, I picked it up. And 
Zach had actually bought it just before me, um, like a couple of days before me. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, what's it like? And he was like, you know, he went, yeah, it's all right. Um, I couldn't really get into it. But obviously he's, he wants to jump back on God Zombies all the time. So it's hard <laughs> for him to stick to a game like that. And, and he doesn't have the attention span. Exactly. For really, does he? No. So I, he played a little bit of it and told me it was okay. Um, it was, you know, average, but he hadn't played much. The second my finished installing, I was like, right, I need to play this. I'm so excited about this. And do you know what? I am so thankful I purchased it in the sale because I love this game so much. It is un I can't even explain how much I love it. Um, that for me, they have delivered on what they promised, and that was a game where anyone's a playable NPC. Um, you have freedom of choice to recruit a squad in whatever way you see fit. Um, the world is living and breathing and this is just this is london and they have captured it all so so perfectly and from the get-go the second i started the storyline i was just sitting with a grin on my face because i was like oh they have just captured our city of london so perfectly mm. like i know it's set in the future so obviously yeah there's, there's technologically it doesn't look quite like london but the, the 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 landmarks the underground stations the um you know the the all the places we think of when we talk about London and places you go in London, they're spot on. And it's like, even to the point of um, the London people, it's been nailed. Like literally. Yeah. It, it looks very uh, Guy Ritchie, very yes. like, Oh yeah. That's as well. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it is. And like the first thing they talk about in the game when they just, cause it starts off with a description of London basically. Um, and like some, you know, just like a cinematic and all about London and what's happened to it. And even that, the first thing, one of the first things that gets talked about is how we love a, a freshly poured pint. And I'm like, oh, it's just so like, for <laughs> us, probably more so than people who aren't from um, the UK. But for us, it just, it really rings true to home. And I just loved it from the get go. And I, I think, don't get me wrong, this game is not perfect. Uh, there is issues and not, not big ones, but just things that are like, they could have done better. But, but when, when you're promising someone or a whole fan base, any playable NPC, there is quite inevitably going to be problems with that. Um, <laughs> so I was never expecting it to be to be mm -hmm. foolproof and 100% crisp, but they've done a really good job at it. And you know what? I'm intrigued by the storyline. Again, I don't want to talk about anything to do with story really or anything because I think it's best not known. I think it's best you just play it um, because the story jumps off with a real bang, like straight away. And you're like, whoa, what the hell is going on? So... Um, I'll leave that all not said, but gameplay, Bradley, for you, it's it's obviously not dissimilar from Watch Dogs 1 or 2. Um, okay. The game hasn't really changed in the sense of, you know, it, it it runs a bit better, but the it's still at its core the exact same. The, the Do you remember in yeah. Watch Dogs 1 the driving was never great? Do you remember the driving? With in one, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. was so, all right. If I'm right, Jack, there's really cool martial arts animations in this, oh, isn't there? Oh, there's awesome one. Yeah. There's, so this is what I was going to say. So the, the actual gameplay hasn't really changed, but because you, because obviously you can play as anybody, it's they've really tried to make it feel as unique as possible. And I'm not saying that every single NPC you play, you could pick, you could pick, feel, feels different or fights differently because that's not true. But the way that they approach situations it does. Um, feel differently and I love the way that the team uh, the operatives like screen works because 
I, I kind of felt like it was me one of them things where you will pick a really cool, you'll find a really cool operative and recruit them. And that'll be it. You, you'll stick to them. They'll be your main. And you just know that you're just probably going to spend 90% of the game as that one person. And I don't feel like that at all because you, there's situations where you need someone completely different to make, to do a mission effectively. And the, the kind of biggest thing for me is the freedom of choice because you know, I've got, uh, I don't know, I would say I've got average around just under 10 operatives at the moment. Um, and, you know, that's not loads, but it's a fair amount. And they're all from different occupations and they all have different, you know, traits, stats, weapons, you know, gadgets, things like that. And I find myself like I have one of mine, for example, is a spy and he comes with really cool equipment. Uh, he comes with a suppressed weapon, which obviously is useful. He's his combat close quarters is well second to none because it's like he's you know he's trained to take people down so you know all that's wicked and he comes mm -hmm. with like a, an aston martin that he can call at any point that's got missiles on it and the cloak on it and things like that so you think okay it's jack so why on earth would you ever change from him but then i sometimes find myself changing from him to change into an average joe construction worker just because he can fly it. He can get on top of a drone and fly himself up onto the roof of a building. And because he's in a uniform, people don't question him if there's constructions going on or whatever. <laughs> so you can just walk cool. through. Um, and that, that, that different approach to each mission makes the game feel really fresh because I'll be honest, I've started to notice that side missions and main missions, although the storyline's really intriguing, there's not a whole lot of difference in the things you do. It's not rinsed and repeated, but it's not all that different. You know, it's go yeah, here. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's, it gets yeah. quite repetitive. Yeah, exactly. Go to here, hack this, do that, you know, kill the enemies or don't get out alive, basically, is the, is the general consensus. But that being said, the ability to try a different approach every single time around with a different operative makes it feel fresh each time because, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, do you know what? I want to do this mission completely stealthy, right? I want to be a badass, you know? I'm going to be a spy with a suppressed weapon. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to not get detected. I'm going to, like, you know, headshot and take down everyone and then get out without even being seen or mm. triggering an alarm. And other times, I'm like, I'm just going to cheat half the mission. I'm not going to make my way through the building. I'm just going to literally fly a drone onto the roof with my construction worker and just, you know, just act like I'm just there for works. And then another time I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to get an unsuppressed AK-47 and I'm just going to go in there and blow everything up and kill everyone. And it's like, that because you have that ability to do those things, the game constantly feels like it's different. Like every mission feels different because you, uh, you choose to approach it however you wish. Yeah. And I'm just overly impressed, really, to be honest. I don't, I think this game's got masses of potential to be, uh, to do well. And I know there's definitely going to be people out there who hate it um, because, like I say, Watch Dogs has always had a mixed crowd. And I just think it's, especially if, you know, you are low, you know, you live in the UK, this game's just brilliant. It's just, and it's, I'll tell you what, it's really funny as well. It's it's fun. Like there's so mm. much wittiness to it. You know, tell you what it feels like a bit to me without being too ridiculously over the top. It's got a Saints Row-esque kind of feel to it. Right. Like, oh, okay. Like the, the, like the storyline is really serious. But the dialogue and the scripting, I think they've done fantastically. And I think the dialogue and scripting is like Very tongue -in -cheek. Real, they've taken a real cockney approach to it. It's like, you know, like a, yeah, like tongue in cheek. Like it's like, you know, 
slap you in the face kind of um, ironically dark humoured. So it's like, you know, the things that are going on are actually really awful and serious, but you're just going to get like some witty jokes thrown around. Very light really snatch, jokes. very like yeah, the gentleman. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly like Guy Ritchie. And yeah, I just think they've done a really good job of it. And maybe, maybe the whole UK background makes it more appealing to, to me, but I, I think they've done a great job and I really am enjoying playing it. And to be honest, again, you guys know me and you know how I play games and you know, if it's a big game with a lot to do, you'll probably find I just crack on with the story and that's it. Um, mm. But I've nearly liberated every borough of London. Um, wow. I've ba- barely touched the main story because I'm so enjoying just having so much fun. Those. Yeah. Just having so much fun playing it. And it's like real great risk uh, rewards to it. So like each area that you liberate by doing multiple things to do that um, will grant you um, a special type of operative so like as aside from recruiting any average person you walk past if you want to recruit them great but if you if you do these things you get like all the big special ones that have like unique skills and unique abilities so it kind of encourages you to go and unlock those boroughs do you know what yeah. I mean because you know there's um yeah there's a lot of reward to it um the one thing I would say in a sense of my my advice for anyone who's going to buy this game and play it there is a choice at the start of the game to you get easy, normal, hard. Obviously, I, I would play it on normal, to be honest, um, because it is still quite challenging, to be honest. But there is a second choice, which is permadeath mode on or off. I think you have to play it on for the game to be worthwhile. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because if you play it off, um, no matter what happens in a mission, if your operative goes in there and they get absolutely overwhelmed and you've only got a stun gun or a taser or whatever, and they die, they just go to the hospital and after a certain amount of time, they come back to your team. There's no real risk to that. Like It's like, you know, everyone's just expendable because they're coming back. If you play like I do on yeah. permadeath, you are risk rewarding this thing mm. because if yeah. you go in there, like even for example, I've had a couple of times where my spy, I've gone in there, He's like one of my favorite operatives at the moment and I've nearly died where I've got a bit overwhelmed and they've called in like backup drones and things like that. And I'm, I'm out of my depth and I've got like to flashing health where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. And there's a real sense of panic. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, if he dies, I lose him and I've got no spy operative anymore. So it's like, you know, it's, it's really risk reward and it mm. makes you think more carefully about how you approach every mission. And to be honest, I haven't lost an operative yet but i've come close so many times and it, that's cool it, it, it i really like gives that. you that yeah it gives you that that sense of you know um stress because it makes you think it's it, you know i do really have to be careful here especially especially if, if you get attached favorites. to someone yeah yeah exactly and and they do have their own individuality and everything so they do kind of they change the game up as well because obviously the more people you have the more they communicate with each other just while you're driving around and stuff and the more you get a sense of their individuality um so you know i just think it's really cool and i think they've definitely improved from watchdogs too um and yeah i I mean if you like watchdogs you'd probably definitely like this one if you've not played watched any of the watchdogs chris i i would suggest picking up for this one because they don't directly link to Mm. the other games yeah um, i mean uh watch but funny enough um what both watchdogs one and two are on my wish list and they've been on there for years and i've just been waiting for um them to go down in price pretty much yeah uh, I, mean, I, I, I always thought i'll pick them up on a sale you know yeah yeah but yeah it was you know i bought it for 30 uh, 38 pound i think it was um and it was definitely worth every bit of it mm. and there's just some really cool mechanics um and and it's a fun game overall it's they've, they've taken yeah. 
a really interesting concept and made it work in my mm. opinion so um there, there's there's two things that i i i really love that i saw about this game mm-hmm. and uh these are from two different reviewers and from yeah. one reviewer uh he'd said that this was a hidden gem of 2020 yeah. Yeah. that it, it it's such a big game but it's got such a stigma around it that a lot of people overlook it yeah exactly but he yeah. said in his opinion it's a hidden gem of 2020 mm-hmm. Um, and that this isn't really his usual type of game either. And the second one was uh, uh, this. You talking about the sense of humour had me absolutely dying because I watched a review where they played mm. a little bit of it, and they went around London recruiting exclusively pensioners, old women, and then they formed the Golden Girls. Oh, this, this is the thing you can do that. Right? <laughs> and they you had do that. And, they, and they had a gang, a complete gang of just old women old, like, in yeah. in like lingerie and in like biker outfits. Yeah, it's great. And That's they what were I mean. like, there is and, then, and then there's like it's this seventy year old woman you're watching the gameplay, and she free runs up the wall and then does like a karate like overhead kick at like yeah. one of the guards. And I was like, well, I love this. Like this is, is it, just ridiculous. This yeah, it is. And that's the kind of comedic side to the game. You can you can play it however you want. Like you can really, you know, knuckle down and get a serious squad of like operatives together. Or you can just do that. Just recruit grannies and then literally oh, like, you know, so, have them just... Literally, I saw that and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm really sold on this game just because you don't have to do that. But you can uh, right. do that. So I'll, I'll give you one little one little story of something that's happened to me so far that I think you'll find amusing. So I wanted one one member of my operatives team that I don't have that I really could do with is that you can actually get corrupt enemy soldiers um, and recruit them, which means that obviously in any restricted area, they can just walk on in with their uniform on. So yeah. I thought, oh, that would be really handy. So I was walking down the street and I just walked past one guard um, standing there with an LMG in his hand. And he was like telling the crowd to disperse and whatever. Ever. and it said potential recruit on my phone uh, thing and it said you know save to recruit so that you can then go back to him at another time and try and convince him to join you um and i re- i saved him to my recruits yeah so i've got a tab of potential recruits that i could go and track down and do a mission for and then they'll have him join me and as i was doing that i was paying more attention to saving him to the recruits than i was what i was doing so i was still walking and i walked into him yeah which like um, and as right. i walked into him he shouted at me and told me to hold still and put my hands on my head and because i wasn't doing that he then literally just raised his gun and just went to like literally just started like trying to shoot me yeah so because of it i had no choice but to, i was playing at the time as a bare knuckle boxing champion <laughs> right. literally yeah. just sparked him unconscious yeah but then it came up on my phone notification removed from recruits because he was unconscious or whatever. <laughs> and i was like oh no and i was like i guess i'm gonna have to find another one now because he's definitely not gonna join me now i just beat him up literally like knocked him clean unconscious so i'm like but that's the cool thing is that the city really feels alive because every person has something going on and like anything can happen at any given moment. So yeah, it's great. It's a great game. It's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Mm. But yeah, I'd love to give it a go. Uh, I think for me, it's one that I'd love to pick up in the sale and have a oh, great yeah, time definitely. with. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have, to be fair, as much as I wanted it, I, I don't think I'd have bought it. I thought I'd, I think I'd have held off if it wasn't in Black Friday's deal and I had nothing else to play at the time. Otherwise, um, yeah, I would have held off anyway. So out of uh, so you're going to say it's a hidden gem, but out of the Watchdog games, just because I'm mm-hmm. curious, mm-hmm. is this your favourite then, or this is yeah, this is my favourite now. Oh, um, but, but I would okay. have said I would have said that 
um, Watchdogs Watchdogs One was yeah because um, I know very, a lot of people linear. like Watchdogs One. Yeah, it, yeah, it was very linear, and and Watchdogs One it was like um, I don't know about you, Bradley. I know you haven't played this new one, but Watchdogs Two and Three have kind of felt like they have taken a bit more of a light-hearted, um, a light-hearted kind of spin on. Oh things. god, yeah. Watch, Aiden's Watch story 1 was a lot more like serious, so dark, wasn't it? When you think yeah. back to it, it was grim and it was gloomy and it was it drove you to like this this place that was really like dark and twisted and made you understand why he was doing everything um and then they've just kind of played on the whole the whole surveillance thing in the background and then made it into this series of games so i think if you want a really dark deep storytelling thing then watchdogs one is 100 percent the best one um but but then from a point of view of fun watchdogs this this one takes the cake for me Nice. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's my review on Watch Dogs Legion. Lovely. Um, so we have the return of Golden Oldie. <laughs> and it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't but, even think how long it's been since we've done one. The thing is with these Golden Oldies is that as much as we do love doing them, obviously what we have to, people have to bear in mind is that we have to obviously all make sure we can get this game, then all sit and play it and, you know, get a decent amount of play out of it yeah. and then find have a to space to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So go on, Chris. And like I say, away. I've got 22 games in my library and it's very hard <laughs> for me to go, I'm going to play this old game instead of yeah, playing exactly. all those games that are staring at me. But yeah, so so we we... Uh, dived headfirst into a game called um, now let me know if I'm it's right it, I say Cameo it is Cameo it is yeah. Cameo yeah, yeah. okay yeah. cool um, so what else would you think it would be <clears throat> it would be Cameo, cameo. yeah maybe oh, okay. I didn't know how to say the word properly to be yeah. honest because I don't yeah. believe they ever say it in no, game no I don't think they do <laughs> um, but yeah so <clears throat> I, I dove uh, into that uh, and I believe it's from Rare right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So made by Rare, it's it's a one-off. There's only one in in the series. There was a planned um, second one. Yeah, I, I was I was reading about that actually. Um, but do you, does anyone remember what year it was? It was released in two thousand and five. Two thousand what? Two thousand five? Yeah. Wow. Seventh of November two thousand and five. Okay, I. Did you do I'm, that off memory, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised because I thought, I, from playing it, I thought it'd be later than that. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, exactly. Good I mean, I mean, I didn't think it would be later. I knew. I, I remembered. <laughs> I didn't think it would be later. I thought but, it'd be on the exact date. I just said to you. I actually remember the time it was released as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so, so we all went back. We've all replayed it. Um, and what, what are your guys' sort of thoughts? I, do you know what? So this game um, for me holds so, so, so much nostalgia. And the reason for it is it was actually the first game I got on Xbox 360 uh, because when I bought my Xbox 360, it came with it. Um, so this was literally the first thing for me. And when we decided to play it, I got so hyped because yet again, it's on the Game Pass, uh, which is why I, I said that we kind of talked about it. And it was like rewinding the clocks back because the second I loaded it up, everything felt strangely fami- more familiar than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I kind of thought I remembered fragments of course, but when I was behind the controller and the game started and the game throws you in right straight away, doesn't it? And yeah. I just remember going, Oh my God, 
this is cameo like oh my god like i'm actually playing the first game i played on my xbox 360 like this mm-hmm. is amazing and i obviously it's dated of course it is yeah um, but but what a game just straight off yeah. the bat i'm just gonna say what a game like it's just incredible and i was sitting there with a smile on my face playing that first mission just like uh and then it, it sent all of the memories flooding back about the rest of the game and things like that mm. like while i was doing it yeah um yeah yeah i love replaying this game what, what about you so i i really really enjoyed it but at the same time i did struggle with it at points mm-hmm. oh definitely because it's 2005 and mm-hmm. it's it, it, it it's really weird in some ways it's very in a in a in a tivi- oh, um innovative oh. Innovative, thank you, Bradley. Uh, I, <laughs> I was going to say it. Yeah, I was going to say I, it. Work. I've been up since three a.m., guys. This is what happens at this. Sort of, <laughs> I should be asleep, and my brain just can't function at this point. But yeah, so it innovates a lot, especially for two thousand and five, um, mm-hmm. massively Definitely. so. But it's also clearly from two thousand and five, and there's certain yeah. things like um, when I was playing as the big uh, ice monster, her frost mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only have two options. You throw the spears or you throw them and put them on your back, yeah. right? Yeah. And I just wanted to clobber some dudes. Yeah. I was like, oh, come on, I'm a big ice monster. I just want to punch them in the face. I just want to like, throw it. Like, like, there's so much like good about it. And each of the mm-hmm. forms are so unique. But I feel like in a more modern game, those forms would be so much more fleshed out than they actually yeah. are. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it works perfectly for the game design because you have to swap forms for certain things for certain enemies for certain environments and so it works really ni- nicely in the the game sandbox but i think from like a modern game i'd want more from those forms yeah definitely yeah. no yeah I, I i do understand completely i remember just like that feeling of feeling like i want to do more with this but you can't mm, yeah <laughs> but i suppose at the time it was oh just at like, the time wow it was amazing yeah <laughs> yeah and now it's like we can be critical of it and be like, we want more from this. <laughs> mm. And I and I think that, but like you say, for a 2005 game, it's amazing. It's outstanding. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just judging it by if modern standards. If, mm-hmm. if we tell people to go away and play this, it's like, hey, look, judge it by the time it came out. Um, and uh, But I generally think everything's really great. Like, I really love the world. Um, I really love the silly pixies. I love mm-hmm. the trolls that are basically orcs, but then yeah. they have their own like spin on things. Cause I love the trolls who come down with the um, like hard hats, like the hard, yeah, the, yeah. you know, the ones that go under the shirt. Under yeah. Under the shells. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I just think it's really fun. Um, and it's different for a fantasy sort of setting. It's kind of like Tinkerbell on steroids who can shape shift, yeah. right? <laughs> and that in itself is a is a really fun concept mm-hmm. yeah I, I think yeah it is exactly what you say um it, it's great there's oh there's so many reasons why if you if you're looking at it as a game released in 2005 then it is brilliant yeah, yeah. definitely. and as long as you're look, as long as you give it that sort of leeway you'll have a really mm-hmm. good time with it it's if you try to judge it by modern standards that you'll be a bit like ooh at times um but but do you know what this really made me want go for it i i I was looking at this and i was like this franchise needs a revival it needs how i every time i was playing this all i could think was how good can a cameo 2 be 
in a modern engine with modern yeah. graphics with yeah. new monsters new forms n- like with them all fleshed out to a, such a higher degree oh mm-hmm. i was playing it the whole time and i was just like it's mad i can't believe rare have not made a sequel to this mm-hmm. like that was all i could think and i was just thinking about how good a next gen cameo 2 could be yeah. the whole time yeah yeah i completely agree so, so, so rare give me make it yeah give me a do it <laughs> but i mean we sort of talked over bradley quite a bit i don't know if you wanted to to, to add to that bradley no yeah i mean to be fair I'm, I'm in the same position as jack like this was my first 360 game um and yeah no i absolutely loved it back then and i, th- I think it's still i think it holds up in its own way um but yeah like said, when you compare it to modern games obviously you are going to struggle because it's 15 years old but oh, I still think it's phenomenal for its time mm-hmm. um, in terms of just like mechanics and, and what you can do in the game what I always found really impressive as well is the size of the battles when you go yeah. back into the like hub area oh yeah definitely I always thought that was really impressive for like you know running on the one of the first games running on Xbox 360 you know you, you're on this like I don't even know what engine it was <laughs> running, but like it wouldn't have been great in 2005. And I always thought that they were quite big scale battles mm-hmm. for like that kind of game, um, mm. which I hadn't really seen at that time. And I was always, I'd lo- that, that was my favorite bit of the game. I would just run around those battles, killing things, changing into different like, you know, creatures. I don't know why. I just was really <laughs> impressed with the, the big scale battles out there. But yeah. Other than that, I've agreed with everything we said. That's cool, and and we want a number two. We want a want a re a, a, a true reboot or sequel. Either one yes. would be awesome. Yeah, get I like Bluepoint to do a remake. Oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll send out um... slowly recruit Bluepoint to do everything. Yeah, I mean, do do we know Mike? Who um are rare owned by Microsoft or anything? Are they yes. are they they are, they are yeah. owned by Microsoft? Mm-hmm. oh come on microsoft give it to someone good you've got so many talented studios now <laughs> so someone in there can do something with this license if rare are not doing anything you know mm-hmm. um and also like we said uh bradley obviously got it himself but me and jack obviously have game pass mm-hmm. so we got it on game pass so uh i'd just like to say to anyone if you've listened to this and you're like i don't mind playing something that's dated for the experience and especially if you want to play it and then think about how good a sequel would be while you're playing it like me um and you've got the game pass give it a go like just install it it doesn't take long it's a small file and if you boot it up and you're like oh god i hate this just uninstall it you know you've got game pass but you know it's free give it a try yeah exactly but yeah, I, 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 I don't have any more sort of thoughts on, on uh, Cameo. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add. No, just that I love the, um, we were talking about this before um, when we spoke about Cameo. I love the, the voice when uh, they did the character announcements, the names. Same. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why has that one come to mind? Because it's such though? a fun word to say as well. <laughs> or uh, below. I, I do love the boxing animations as well. Yeah. Pummelweed. Pummelweed. Yeah, he was I don't know, that that was another thing I loved. I used to just like hover over the different things getting into the same. I just, I, I think that's when I realised I love like voice acting. <laughs> it's just <laughs> hearing him say that. I didn't know I was you know in love with voice acting at that point, but I just get him to repeat them to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I had a seri- a, a similar experience, but mine was more with the Halo announcer. 
Oh, oh what, 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 in, in multiplayer. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Kill him, Jaro. <laughs> Killing spree. Yeah, she's so. I love that. I think it's the best thing about Halo multiplayer. <laughs> I just love it. It never gets old. And then they moved it onto firefight. Like firefight, catch on. Like it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, he's just so good at it. I love he it. I really, I really love it. <laughs> Um, and he's like, he's like from like Lord, he does like loads of like law and order shows like in America as well. <laughs> I had which no idea. It's really funny. I can't think his name. Um, but anyway, back, back to cameo. Um, so, you know, I, I think we're all done on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a, a short, sweet golden oldie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we hope you enjoyed it. And I hope some of you listening, give it a go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so are we uh, all good to move on to the quiz? Yeah, go for it. Brilliant. So um, in true uh, following a pattern here, um, I decided that the quiz today would only be right to do a Watch Dogs themed quiz uh, nice. after my review. I now, I, I obviously <laughs> am just focusing on uh, this this game, not not the previous, so just Watch Dogs Legion. No, um, so I have even playing fields then. I have, well... I still think you'll be at a bit of advantage, uh, Bradley, just because obviously some of the things kind of are still referenced in previous titles. However, um, I tried to make the first first two mainly um, pretty pretty obvious, but um, but we'll see. So, question number one: What is the name of the main protagonist in Watch Dogs Legion? Is it A. Aiden Pierce? Is it B. Dalton Wolf? Is it C. There isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go for there. Um, no, I think I'm gonna go. I feel like there isn't one. I yeah. feel like you're anonymous. Yeah. Okay. So that is correct. I mean, there is um, technically a small, small group of people that you know have, uh, you know, di- a lot of dialogue in the game. But like I said before, you can be anyone. So because you can be anyone, you can't really be a main protagonist because there is not one. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, question two: What is the name of the surveillance system that is terrorising London? Is it A. CTOS? Is it B. CCOS? Or is it C. CKOS? Would you like to hear them again? Yeah. Is it CTOS, CCOS, or CKOS? I'll go CCOS. Bradley? I'm going to go and hope it's the same as the previous games. And that's CTOS, CTOS. Yes, Bradley is right. Oh, See, I knew he'd prior be game knowledge. <laughs> yeah. CTOS is the system. Um, so, yeah, that's that one. Um, I tried to make them all obviously very similar from each other because I didn't want to just go off on a tangent making uh, random names up for, that don't stand for anything. Um, so, number three, what is the name of Watch Dogs Legion's AI companion throughout the story? Is it A, Dudley? Is it B, Bagley? Or is it C, Sabine? Uh, I'd like the sound of Dudley. I'm going to have to go with Bagley because it's like Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reasoning. Uh, uh, no, I literally I signed my name the other day as Bagley and was like, there you go, you can have my fake signature. <laughs> Bagley. Um, Bagley. Well, 
I can confirm, Bradley, you are right. Yeah. Oh, no. Do it for a genuine reason, but um, he is called Bagley, and he is oh, absolutely so hilarious. Cute. Yeah, he's hilarious. So picture Jarvis from Iron Man, except he um, obviously he can hack into. Obviously, he's involved inside. Yeah. Everything. But picture Jarvis if Jarvis had a really bad sarcastic attitude. <laughs> that's exactly what Bagley is. He, he literally so for example like the way he talks to you um when he tells you you should probably recruit a construction worker who ha- can fly a drone mm-hmm. um he says to you and whoever you're playing as at that point and he says it and uh the character then responds like okay Bagley but you know um where are we going to find someone who can operate a drone and he says well construction uh he says well using common knowledge so along the lines of like well using common knowledge if construction workers use construction drones you should maybe try starting with the construction site and then and then and then like whoever you're playing as basically has a massive go at him or whatever but he he basically makes jokes and stuff about how Mm. powerful he is so he'll be like it's basically the portal ai oh literally yeah that's exactly what it's like portals ai um so yeah he is called bagley and he's really funny um, and I love the scripting of him as well. I think he's brilliant. Um, so he's four. the protagonist. He technically is. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only thing that doesn't change. He's yeah. the constant. He's the constant. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the name of the rogue hacker group causing destruction in London? Is it A, DedSec? Is it B, 404? Or is it C, Zero? Uh, it's DedSec. But is DedSec just throwing us off because it's different this time so so what are the other two 404 and zero i'm gonna go with 404 because dead sec was the previous game and they like to change it up so <laughs> so the correct answer is zero. Oh, i just got it wrong yeah. um the the annoying thing is is that I wish you'd given me a second to explain the question before you both because <laughs> that what I was gonna say I swear I the, saw a view and he said yeah, the enemies so, are dead sir. Well no, so what I was gonna say is that if you give me a second to explain, you are dead sick. You play so dead sick off from the previous games, Bradley is right, but you are a member of Dead Sick. Um, oh, you're the bad guys from the old no, games. So you, so you're, I still would have guessed. You're the hack, so you're so you're not actually bad guys because you're you're hacking and rebelling. Obviously, you're building a resistance of against what has now happened to London, where they've over, yeah. gone crazy. With but these guys were the bad guys at one point. Oh yeah, but then but then what's actually happens is uh, again I won't. It doesn't really ruin the story because it it's, uh, obviously happens very early on. But another rogue hacker group shows up. Um, and Another starts, one. yeah, and they are called Zero. I, I think they're actually called Day Zero, but Zero is what obviously they just go by. But uh, um, so they're all run by Sam Fisher. Yeah, yeah, all day, all <laughs> operative zero. Um, uh, but he's but like, I've had enough of law and order. But, but I really tried to screw you over with this question because obviously I knew Bradley was probably, I know he'd recognized Dead Sec, and I, I thought that was probably going to be something you'd heard. Obviously, so you didn't get me. I'm but, just. But at the same time, no. But at the same time, four oh four are actually another group of people in the game. Oh um, well, so see, they're not, they're not, they're not hackers, but they are four oh four are the artificial intelligence that created Bagley. Um, oh. and they are like a group of people, um, and it's obviously four oh four error, like basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. why I picked it because it's yeah, sounds like error. a hacker group, doesn't it? Yeah, because they're like, like, oh, yeah. we're gonna be bringing four oh fours. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a misleading question, but still. Um, and last question. 
this I just thought was quite interesting. You might actually know this more than I would, um, but we'll see. Um, so which Ubisoft universe is shared with the Watch Dogs universe? Is it A, Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed. Is it B, Far Cry? Or is it C, Rainbow Six Siege? We go Assassin's Creed. Yes. Well, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it is Assassin's but, but Creed. But technically... I didn't, you know I didn't know that. You they're, didn't they're know that it's been since the first one. They're yeah, all linked, I... though, because you can find Splinter Cell gear in Assassin's Creed. All of Ubisoft's universes are interconnected. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was a bogus last question then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but I'm no, pretty but sure like, they are because there's like and no, there's Sam the, the, Fisher these... references in Ghost Recon. Yeah, but there's yeah. references. Vice versa. But these are direct. No, no, he's in Ghost Recon, Bradley. Oh. Sam Fisher is in Ghost Recon. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, and you get emails from Third Echelon in Assassin's Creed, Egypt in Origins. Like they're they're all in this weird. They all exist together, and it doesn't make any sense. But you just have to go with it. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, literally, there's there's, there's so many little concective um, like tissues and stuff throughout the throughout the Ubisoft games, and they're all meant to be this one like world. But I'm always like, how many spy and secret organisations are there? Yeah, and like, right. why why has Third Echelon or Fourth Echelon never come across the Templars? Or like, every time <laughs> I'm like, I find this so confusing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. It's just meant to be fun Easter eggs. <laughs> they're meant to be just fun Easter eggs, but it also, when, when there's a developer who then goes, yeah, they're all in the same universe. It's like, what? But this, how? The, the, these are also the developers that, for an Easter egg, put a cat full, uh, boat full of cats just off the, <laughs> in the river. So, I mean, I wouldn't look too much into it. <laughs> there's no reason for the boat full of cats. It just exists. So yeah, that's it might be the same for the rest of their stuff. There's no reason for the Easter eggs. They just exist. Mm. Yeah, there's weird stuff in their games, for sure. But yeah, so that was my worst topic for you. I'm, I'm pretty you sure Bradley won that. Yeah, I think he won, but um, but yeah, you both. Well, with prior knowledge, but he's the uh, official Watchdogs Legion. Um, yes, lawmaster of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it was good to be back today. Um, any closing thoughts for anyone? Anyone got any closing thoughts? Does uh, <laughs> does... <laughs> I think I, I think Bradley's family have closed. That's not mine. That's not mine. That was me. Yeah. Oh. Jack's That's family. why I found it funny because I, <laughs> I got to hear any closing thoughts, and it's like someone in the far position. You, you know what it is? <laughs> Both your mums sound the same to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, closing thoughts? Uh, just that I've got too many games to play, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised as well that the other two games that I was blanking on earlier, I still haven't finished The Outer Worlds, and I don't know why, because I really, really like it. I just haven't gone back to it. And I've also, I bought Creedful in the sale like four months ago, and it's still just sitting there on my Xbox looking at me. And I feel bad for not playing it, and I really want to play it. So I've just made my life harder by getting Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm about Sometimes to... Sometimes you just have too much to play. Yeah, and now I'm going to neglect all 20 of those games because I'm going to download Quantum Break and just play Quantum Break. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. 
But uh, yeah, no, that, that's all I had to add. Anyone else got a little closing? Yeah, thought? no, no, I'm all good. I'm all good today. I don't have any closing well, thoughts. I don't well, really have any thoughts right now, but. Yeah, well, barely any thoughts. <laughs> the, the last thing I'll say is uh, I'm. It's nice to have you back, Jack. We definitely Thank missed you. you. Yeah, it's nice to uh, be back. I hope the listeners missed you as well. I mean, if yeah, we get some emails, they yeah, they'll be like saying, <laughs> "We're so gutted he's back." What? Oh, <laughs> can you get rid of him? If we, I wonder if like um, Bradley will miss an episode soon because then all three of us will have missed one episode. <laughs> no, but that's what we're saying. Bradley's ne- Bradley's not going on holiday. Bradley's not going to do anything. I am. He's just going to be here. I am. <laughs> I am the law. Uh, oh God! Yeah. All right, then I think that's the episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll catch All you right. next week. Yeah. See you see later. You later, guys. See you later.